Welcome back to Soul Coffee, everybody. The podcast tailored to nurturing and cultivating the mental health of the black and Hispanic healthcare professional and dedicated to caffeinating all humans out there as it's time to live a soulful life. Today's guest, I am so excited to bring upon y'all as she has been such a powerful ally in this year journey here in Tucson, her and her partner, Wit, who is absolutely amazing and in the audience right now as we call her Joe, but she is a heart-centered advisor tailored to helping people guide them in the experience of this life. She is centered in accepting you just as who you are on the sojourn of life as it's so important. Her qualifications, she is a licensed independent clinical social worker associate, gestalt therapy practitioner. She has a BSW, MSW, MHP. She's a reverend. Uh, and she's also CBT, DBT, MI, trauma-informed, solution-focused, and, uh, and transpersonal, integral, mindful, art, quantum, hypnosis, past life regression, uh, and where we really cross paths as she's also a shaman. And I think she is very powerful in just navigating this life and all the complexities, all the pain, all the hardness. She just has this massive Leo heart. She's a, our birthdays are literally just a day apart and she's a very powerful mirror for me as well. And where we want to take you into this episode is just an episode of rawness, an episode of you can do it, an episode of breaking down and recognizing the wall and how people can perhaps see us, us as healthcare professionals or as, as whatever identif- identif- identity you identify with and show you the other side of it of what we're working through and that you can to to escape this and work through this trauma cycle or this any masks let's just dive into an episode of rawness together i welcome to the show jordan millicent hi that was awesome mm. <laughs> thank as you. you be thank you thank you so much i'm so grateful oh i'm charged sis i'd love to dive in as i think you steered in the pre-chat a very potent conversation as we got to work through a little bit that that literally last night and the concept of the wall and on how one side of the wall people may see you as joe powerful healing facilitator shaman lover enjoyer of life yet on the other side of that wall there's a lot of anger frustration and insert other emotions that a lot of people may not be able to see per se as they see us and how we may be presenting to the world and on the other side there's much more where life truly is happening which also i'd imagine is driving us to help us to help so many people in a absolutely very divine purpose yes absolutely Hmm. a lot of my focus is in trauma and the soul I really love that, you know, thank you so much for, you know, calling me shaman. I just want to be clear that, in truth, we're all shamans. To be a shaman means to be a wounded healer. And that's, that is such a, um, a powerful statement, to be a wounded healer. And isn't that how and why we got into this field? That's exactly why. It is. And... I feel that it's a qualification, really. 
in order for you to be effective and impactful, to be a movement, to be a reservoir mm. of healing. So I love that we're talking about the wall because I feel that a great many of us facilitators of love, healers of light, and guardians of truth. We are tired. We're so tired and sad and angry and anxious. And I think it would be a lie to not admit that. These are the signs of the times, right? And so I just feel it's really important that we talk about being pitched up against that wall. I've really been like focusing on these really powerful messages of wailing the water and the wall and what phase we're in. And I realize that the water will only raise as high to the level in which you are because that's how powerful you are. And that's how strong you are. But now I feel we're at the wall and we're feeling really pressed. Our faith is being tested. Our love is being questioned. Mm. Our integrity is in the spotlight. Mm. There's so many things, so many degrees that are occurring in this moment and I have a card here that says, you must go through the darkest night in order to get to the infinite light. What we call darkness is really the blockage of light. And so I just, rather it's the retrogrades, the six planets in retrograde, <laughs> there's the darkness upon us. And it is okay, and it is, it is truth, and it is wonderful for us to admit that, to not be toxic, positive about it. Because when we let ourselves come undone, when we show our truth, when we expose what is, we are the revelation for someone. Like, I'll tell you what, I recognize to whom I serve. I serve the great master of time. I serve the source of love. And I feel like that's what source is asking us to do, is to be resourceful, which means to return back to me. And if we do that, like, I'll tell you what, your truth, I'll tell you what, your, your truth knocked a wall down of mine. And because you did that, now I can walk through. And so everyone, you know, one of the things that we're speaking about here is the wound of family. And it is a huge huge truth of mine, my not having a family, being estranged from family, it's heartbreaking. And when you don't have roots like that, you move in the world differently. You know, they're all expenditures of energy. And when you're traumatized, you know, you're, you're expending in ways that you don't even realize. And then you cover it up, you cover it up, you cover it up with 
other beliefs or you cover it up with like schooling or you cover it up with like knowledge, you know, like, and you actually don't give yourself like, hey, inside of me is that 13 year old girl who's really still in a way. And because of that, I'm, I'm moving, I'm acting differently. And we need lead, we need new kind of leadership because what worked three years ago is not going to work today. Yes. And we are dealing with crowds, with a society that has been traumatized in ways we have yet to perceive. And so traumatized people act out differently. So we need new school of thought. We need a new word for love. We need a new word for God. And we need to stop thinking that we can hide behind our titles or behind our letters because we too are just human. Yes. And, um, and not only are we just human, I'm just love. <laughs> Care bear stare. You know, just love, and so is everyone else. And everyone that I meet, I recognize is just a fragment of my truth that I need to be accountable for. And so, like, I just want to say this to you, Jay. Like, you know, I'm, I miss my brothers so much. I miss my mom and my dad. And I know that as a believer, my only requirement is to be a fountain of unconditional love. And so I am always just going to pour myself, pour myself, pour myself, and pour myself. You know, God before you, who be against you. And when you love with the power live live it's a chance every breath you take every footstep is a walking prayer you know true freedom is so very close it's on the other side of the wall so live do what you gotta do add gas be you do you because no one can do it like you be your truth be your authentic self be vulnerable be raw be it's magic, it's magic, it's magic, it's magic, it's magic, it's magic to be you. So thank you for trying, for doing, for attempting, for pursuing, for trusting, for loving. As you heal, I heal. As I heal, you heal. And we are one. So thank you. You're welcome, and thank you so much, Oz. It takes courage. Ooh. It takes courage, which is what you spoke back into me as we had spoken, or I have spoken on broken will before, and I hadn't realized that my will had been broken in efforting to reach out to my sister still, efforting to just love on her still, efforting to take that chance to shoot that text and I say this to whoever and however it may apply into y'all lives, send that text. Who knows if they're going to respond? It's okay. But take the courage 
to just reach out and be brave. Step deeper into love and faith and trust in being your authentic self, which is an extension of love. You'll have the opportunity to stay in that and be that reservoir. Because the only reason that we're at where we're at as a society is because we've been starved or disconnected from love and that source that we can feel from family. And the last two, two, two and a half years have been a pressure cooker to see what the fuck you're about. How big is your faith? How much capacity do you have to love? Even if you're being compressed, even if you feel abandoned, even if you feel rejected, humiliated, betrayed, abandoned, whatever it is, do you have the capacity to walk through and lean the fuck into all that that pain might be bringing into your heart? And do you have the capacity to still show up as love for your people, for your practice members, for your patients, but it's ultimately it's for yourself? Because at the end of the day, if they're not to respond to you, I know that I can transition or I know that I could fucking die and I knew that I, could, I gave it my best effort. That's right. And that's all that matters. That's the only truth there is. My sister across the way here reinvigorated and called that forward boldly for me to reach out to my sister and reach out to my loved ones. And the invitation is that y'all can do that too. Whatever it may look like. I think it ties in wonderfully to the book that I'm, I'm reading as you start diving into and Waking the Tiger, Healing Trauma by uh, Dr. Peter Levine. And there's this concept that Lou actually shared the other day as we were, we were launching our uh, video module course, Chasing Your Own Personal Legend, based off the teachings of the alchemist and our own journeys. Mm-hmm. And it's this whirlpool that's encompassing of anxiety, of depression, of fear, of immobilization, as it talks about in the book, how an animal can go into flight, fight, or freeze. But before it goes into freeze, it's supposed to go into flight or, flight or fight. So there's energy that's mobilized into the nervous system and the peripheral nervous system so that way the body can move more efficiently into the muscles. But when that doesn't happen, it goes into freeze. Mm-hmm. And when it goes into freeze it's in this kind of like lull or in this limbo where then it can then eventually get out of that and it can kind of recognize it. And that's when it like jolts itself. You might say like a zebra or a deer, kind of like it shakes things out. Well, it's dispelling and it's distributing the energy that was supposed to be used for the flight or fright, but it now got stuck in the system. It got stuck in the animal, but then it goes, goes about its day mm-hmm. and it continues things because animals don't get stuck in, can I heal this? But instead, it's an extinctual aspect to themselves that they can heal already. And us as the human animal have forgotten that capacity that we're supposed to heal. And due to our mind, which is this double-edged sword, it perpetuates us and actually keeps us stuck. Because we have this neocortex that allows us to think and these different things. And that's supposed to be a blessing. But at the same time, it's also our greatest responsibility. And it being our greatest responsibility, it can keep us in this then cycle or this whirlpool of anxiety, trust, because when we don't think that we can heal or we don't think that we can accomplish our dreams or we don't think that we can advance, then that becomes a traumatized uh, incidence in us. Then we start cycling. Then we get defeated. Well, not beyond that, we don't believe we're deserving or worth the time for healing. Mm. And that's, it's, it's so much, it's deeper, beyond the, the freeze, fight or flight, it's, we don't believe we're worth it or, des- or we're deserving and or that 
there's so much extenuating on the outside of existence that that takes more precedence. And so we treat ourselves as a second-class citizen. And honestly, if we're really being, like, really honest here, the reason why we do that, one, we want to be significant. Two, we actually all just love. We love so much, we just have, we just need to learn, we need to relearn how to love ourselves. We love our children, we love our families, we love our friends, we love our food, we love our games, we we love, and so that's why we put ourselves out there like that. It's like, you know, you can ask someone, like, tell me what you love, and you'd be surprised, like, how long it'll take for them to get to themselves, right? So... There's something I would like to um, offer you and everyone. Please. Because um, it's real. We get, all of us, get tripped up in our emotions and our feelings and the instances of, of the day. And so I want to offer you something. If you ever are feeling anxious, angry, your depression, spiritual depression, if you're wondering what choice you ought to make, I'm going to show you something This is called core energetics. This is science. This is in the body. I'm going to show you how to truly breathe and how we often are not breathing, which feeds anxiety. So if you can, everyone, as you're sitting down, just put your feet on the floor and sit down. And I want you to take your palms, and you're going to have them face open, and I want you to place them on your knees. And in doing that, I want you to take... Three breaths. Ready? Very good. Now I want you to take your hand. You're going to shake that out. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Okay. And then you're going to take your palms and now face down. And I want you to place them on your knees. And this time again, take three breaths. Perfect. Now, as you flutter your eyes open, I'm curious if any of you felt the difference there between the palms opened and the palms closed. Interesting. Do you notice a difference? I felt like when my palms were open, I just felt, I would just say I felt more. Interesting. Of course you did. So let me tell you what's actually happening. When you're sitting and your palms are open, excuse me, you're actually not breathing. With your palms open, you are breathing from your chest. So think about it. When you're breathing here, what is this? People hyperventilate. It's anxious. You feel fear when you're like in trouble. Your heart's going. You're not breathing. And so every time we're on the phone, we're texting, we're typing, we're talking. 
it's never, air is never actually coming into you. True air. When your palms are face down, your energy in your body, the, the core energetics, it shifts. And instantly, just like that, whoosh, your blood slows down, your neurons begin to pause, and you can really recreate the map. It's so amazing, but if you need to lower your blood pressure, you need to make a decision. You're scared, you're anxious, you just, you're in a state of, you're in a, you're in a human state. Yeah, it's a human state. It's <laughs> in not, 2022. It's not a primitive state anymore, <laughs> it's the default human state. Thing. Just place your hands on your knees and breathe three times, and you'll know your answer. Your heart rate will come down. And I call this the wedge of awareness. You give yourself that wedge of awareness. Ooh, this is good because you asked a very good question last night. Okay. And I believe it was, okay, I believe it was, uh, where are the crossroads yes. in your body? Yes. And I loved this question. I want you all to think of it as my answer, first and foremost, was the nervous system as when you're able to both navigate the system that can send you into fight, fight or freeze or parasympathetic bliss, the space in between or the crossroads where you get to sit at is the observer, is the conscious mind, is the ability to be able to make that decision, which is then going to choose and fuel your brain quite literally to then mobilize the rest of your systems of what's needed based upon your perception. But depending upon where you sit and stand, leap, fly, just where you're at in these crossroads, it will then send your body into an emotional and a physiological cascade. Mm-hmm. Why is that important, though, to examine and to reflect in that? Because it's the bridge of life and death. And that bridge is the pathway into which we choose how we're going to live our life how we're going to breathe, how we're going to function. Mm. It's so necessary to be aware of it because we are the medicine. And if we're out there <laughs> uh, being a mess, <laughs> well, then you just have to know it's a, it's a ripple, you know? And so it is... It is a true treasure and a great requirement to know thyself in all ways, in and out. It is humbling. It's humbling. It is humbling. But that's what the world needs right now. We need honest leadership. And that's how we feed the people. It's how we love bigger. It's how we love better. That's how we love with the creative source we are given the power to do with. And isn't it interesting how you know, talking to all these providers, humans, because all humans get to provide for something, yeah. bare minimum for yourself. And in honest leadership, starting with yourself, been a big lesson coming for me truly honoring that gutter that guttural instinct of is this for me is this a fuck yes is this a fuck no 
is this really where I need to be right now? Whether it's in you know, group, organization, relationship, friendship, space, space within yourself. Mm-hmm. If I think everything starts from honest leadership and how beautiful is it that, you know, as a provider, as someone that's listening to this podcast, y'all get the opportunity to reexamine this and, you know, see how honestly you are living. And then that's going to permeate to everybody around you. That's going to permeate to all everybody around you, your coworkers, your friends, your family, because even now I say the fact that you're declaring for yourself that you're going to live in this honest and beautiful way, what you say and what you don't say to your people, they're going to feel it. That real. Mm-hmm. It's the realest, and it's all that's available. It's all that we got in this human experience. Like it's interesting as when you go. I when my experience when I've gone through certain like breath works or just powerful ceremonies, the rest of the world just fades away, and the realest and the only thing that's available to me is and is the people that are around me. Right. It's like because you can be in a different state of consciousness or mind and. It's just interesting to observe, like, wow, everything that really matters is only, like, right, right here. And you have such a reverence to live more. I think, you know, reverence to live more, I love that line. Reverence to live more. Grief is such a lesson. reverence to live more. I like to call myself a reverend woman. I feel like I'm very reverent. Mm. I didn't realize, though, that live factor. That live factor. I had been really praying and meditating, and I had just seen, like, wow, what a miracle it is that I am breathing. And how I even came to breathe And I saw myself being born out of my mother. And from her, I saw her being born. And just where did life begin? Like, you talk about courage. It's courageous for us to be here right now. And so I started to give thanks for all of the the mothers and the fathers who got me here. And then I saw creator. I saw the ultimate source take from the ground the earth. It was faith to live, faith and to live. Do you know how much faith I have in you to live? So much faith, I'm taking this dirt right now. (laughs) And so you came to be. And I thought to myself, whoo. (laughs) Whoa. And now in that sense, reverence to live. Oof, oof, I got chills. Well then. Mm, well then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what quote it is, I believe, from the Bible, but maybe it's in Genesis, but it just talks about God or creator, you know, just breathing life into dirt. Exactly. And turn it into living matter, living clay, breath, full circle in the conversation. Right. To breathe is an act of faith. Yes. And so to me, that's what I feel that great creator, what God is saying. You may be up against that wall. 
I'll blow that wall down. You just got to believe. Because you got to have faith, 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 baby. <laughs> just live. Dare to live. Dare to be free. I love how even in that tone, like it switched. Like it's simple. <laughs> it's simple, but it's fucking hard. But it doesn't have to be. doesn't have to be. Yet there's this undulation of feeling all the feels, which can be such a new experience for people and dare and be courageous to feel all those right. feelings, to have conversations and to do whatever it is that's going to invoke that life. Because it's all, it's all life. Yeah. Negative emotions is just a perception painted by a common society. Totally. This construct that is civilization. But it's all life. And if we could get back... Once more, ceremonies with Lou, ceremonies with you and Wit, being able to step back into life and be able to appreciate the totality of the emotions that we can experience, it's so rich because it's all for you and it's all life. It's all good. Right. It's just the separation of thinking, pain, anger, depression, sadness, frustration. These are all negative emotions. They're not. They're just, they just are. They're, yeah, they're not negative emotions. They are just barriers to love. And honestly, you can only be what the world is. We are part of this collective consciousness, even the animals. And so we have to be really honest here, radically honest. The world is in distress. Yeah. And so as, as human beings, and our energy is 22 feet out, we are naturally just tuning forks of the vibration. So we can raise our vibration. Yeah, we can meditate. Namaste. I get it. But in order to be really effective, to really reach down, to bring others into that, we have to know that pain. We have to go through that pain first because that's the medicine, right? You can't know the cure unless you know the ailment. So that's that sacred contract that we all, we all agreed upon. And um, <laughs> live. live, live, just live, just live. Yeah, Ooh. that feels very completing, sis. That feels good to me. Yeah, tell me or tell them. How can people reach out? How can people connect to you? How can people? Yeah, see more of you. Yeah, I'd love to connect. Um, so you can find me at inoraclevoice.com or my Instagram as inoraclevoice. That's A-N-O-R-A-C-L-E-V-O-I-C-E. Boom. Um, and just so you know, like, it's just N-A-N, Oracle Voice, because I believe that we are all oracles. Ooh. And I'm just one of them. And um, a flower is an oracle, you know. The clouds are oracles. And... So yeah, um, for me, I'm a spiritual therapist, so I'm, I, I like to call it real talk. I'm very uh, uh, in-your-face kind of therapist, confrontational, but just to bring you to love. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you to those dark places because really those dark places is keeping you from the truth of who you are. Um, I pull cards. I do astrology. Um, I'm a jack-of-all-trades, honestly, so, but most and foremost, I'm a lover and I'm a prayer warrior. So mm. I will step into agreement and alignment for your highest and best. And at any time, if you need me, I will be there. And 
If you ever want to receive plant medicine or an other healing modalities I offer, please reach me. You know I love you. And thank you. Thank you for this life. Thank you for love. Thank you for being such a beautiful and kind reflection of my existence. Aho. Mm, beautiful. Oh. As potent as I was, was, I got one more question for you. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Although people okay. got magic and put it together. Okay. How would you describe the flavor of your soul? Ooh, how would I describe the flavor of my soul? Yo. Rich. <laughs> Decadent. <laughs> Rich and decadent. <laughs> it is so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, y'all, please connect to Joe as... It's been such an honor to walk with her and uh, wit the last year and a half as, you know, they really are our sisters. Uh, I don't think blood can make us any closer. Uh, so connect to, connect to Joe as it's so potent. And also just want to give a shout out to Wit. What's, Wit, what's your at name on Instagram? Whitney Monger. Whitney Monger. In case y'all need some tunes for the soul to be able to uplift you, want to be able to make sure y'all get connected in that capacity, we're going to make sure we put her in the show notes. But in the meantime, y'all, Live. Live. Take that faith. Step into courage. Let's get it. Until next time. So much love. So many blessings. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>